Hey party people, how are you? Today we are talking about the passing up on opportunities because you're not mentally ready for them. How you're mentally holding yourself back and lowering your energy field. And I had this experience yesterday where it was just like, man, I feel so drained. But yeah, I had spent a little bit of the day beating myself up and I had to like wash that clean and kind of mentally start over uh, later in the day to just rescue myself from the depths in which I had sort of dug myself. And, you know, I think that's so true of anyone that's not aware of those things, right? Because it just happens we don't even notice. And when we're on that list, when we're on that gas list, right? The one of impossible things and lower vibrations and mindsets, it can be hard to not stay there and live there. And in that place are a lot of impossible and undoable things, including your dreams. And there really is no reason you can't go chase yours. None. Zero. So why are you still standing here? Come on, let's go. This is the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Nuss. Uh, The Death of a Dream really is my expression from the start of a very sad and low and unaligned place in life where I was struggling with so many living beliefs, so many people telling me that I couldn't just go live my dream life. And it really walks every day through what it looks like to transition out of a life that's just fine and into a life that I wanted to live. And so this is just the daily journal of what that looked like for me. You can take whatever you need from here. Um, I talk through different things that I read, different things that helped me through, different moments and different blocks that I had to break down to get to this better place. And alignment for me looks like being a serial entrepreneur and, um, being able to write and speak and talk through what life looks like for me and how other people are pursuing their dreams. So the death of a dream really is just a journey out of that place and into a new and true place. Glad you're here. Hi, it's so great to see you again. Uh, Let's go ahead and ground ourselves in all of our greatness. I can't even help it. We could do less of it, but it wouldn't help anyone. So let's do more. Okay. Greatness grounding. Um, My great thing, wow, I'm just playing with this ball and I realize how loud it is. My great thing is being nice to myself, which isn't always something that I'm great at, especially when it comes to implementing new schedules. Um, This week, I officially welcomed my favorite co-workers back into the office. And, you know, we're figuring that out. They're not, you know, these 
two coworkers, I tell you, they're different than most coworkers. I would say their level of commitment and focus and ability to get the job done is just lower than most. Like, almost like childlike behaviors all the time. The energy is always super high and low. It's just one of the most absurd work environments that I could have ever created for myself. They make messes and they don't ever pick up. Ever. Not one time. And I even have to like threaten them and say that I'm going to take away. Well, you know, I don't even know what to threaten anymore. Like, it's just ridiculous. Never have I ever had coworkers like this in my life. But I welcome them back into the office. And I think... You know, I definitely forgot how hard it is to pick offices up and move them and how long it takes to feed these coworkers. Like, I even have to feed my coworkers. What high-maintenance coworkers these are. And so, you know, trying to love myself through that and give myself the benefit of the doubt that it's just going to take a little time to get on the schedule. That doesn't mean that we got it wrong and that we got to give up on this week. That means we got it wrong yesterday and we can improve today. And so today went ahead and switched some things around on the calendar and tried to make better um, of the schedule today. But, you know, I am definitely taking time to allow myself to process what it needs to look like now and taking time to allow myself to be okay with it, me not knowing everything today. These are big moves, okay? We've not been in a place like that before. So, you know, uh, by the way, my coworkers are my two children. They are great to work with, um, but sometimes a, a little bit high maintenance and hard to manage at times. So working through that, trying to figure out how we're going to navigate this and definitely considering, you know, waking up at 2 a.m. now to make life and all the things happen. I'm just kidding. I won't do that. Um, but seriously. What? But, you know, we moved around. I definitely figured out that this is what I learned from yesterday. One, no, just eat at home. Don't, don't do a picnic unless you're planning on, you know, sacrificing your whole day to said picnic. It was, it was harder than I imagined, but I imagine it could get easier. I do. Um, so we'll eat at home. It seemed fun. It was novel. It was a great idea. It, it seemed like something that was going to work out really well. And um, it was cute. It was cute. Uh, but not not, not a high-functioning activity for us. Okay? We got to take the day for picnic. Picnic day is taking the day. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, I, I know that I can't double up the function. So yesterday I'm like, they can ride their bikes to the library. They can carry all the stuff on their backpacks and I can run. That, that may have set the entire day up to fail because I don't have like, usually I run 
battery on both computers. Usually I have both computers up and working. So it's like I have dual screens, but I'll have one thing over here and one thing over here be working on one, but like checking the other one for data. And it's madness, right? So imagine we're carrying four library books, two laptops, lunch, all the things. And both of them were certain that this would be how it all ends. Like that they could never ever ride a bike like this again. That there has never been an instance where we've pushed them physically this much. And how dare I propose such a thing? And, you know, they weren't wrong. Now looking back, like that was a pretty ridiculous request. I am not going to lie. That was probably one of the sillier things that I've asked them to do. But now we know, okay, we know we're not going to picnic and we know that they're not going to carry the stuff. So, you know, I think when I'm looking at the day, some of those activities just really deserve presence. And yesterday I was trying to like package in unpresent moments and uh, the universe doesn't allow me to do that anymore. So it teaches me lessons like this. So I say, oh yeah, that's right. We're not doubling up. We're not putting in headphones and drowning out and running to the library freely. No, that's got to happen on some other present time. So flip the schedule, but more than anything, you know, not just giving up and throwing in the towel for the entire week, which is something that I actively did um, back in before AD, after death. No, before, I don't know, um, before pod, during pod, last season. And I would just give up weeks of time trying to amp myself up for, you know, the big life-changing moment. Now I just realized that it's in the present moment that we can make the changes. And that just comes from preparation for the present, right? Like, okay, yeah, let's just do that better next time. Let's choose to ride a bike. Let's not have the kids carry everything on their backs. Let's not try to work out and enjoy time with our kids. Let's let's see if we can figure that out somewhere else. Okay. Especially because running is such a like drown out grounding mental escape for me to be managing during that is really counterproductive for me. Like why would I even why would I have even thought that that was a good idea? I don't know, but it wasn't. And now I know. I heard you, universe. I got it. <laughs> um, so now we know. But really, my great thing is just like loving myself through it, being okay that we didn't knock it out of the park on the first day. I wasn't like a uh, work from home summer mom superstar. Yeah, did we snap a couple of cute pics outside? Yes. And you know why? Because honestly, like I was just like, you know what? This was miserable. This was a miserable attempt at doing things well, at summering well. But you know what? Looks cute. Looks real cute. We have little rainbow chairs I posted in my story yesterday. And so you should know that most of that was fake, that really that photo was real, very real. Um, but everything leading up to that was a complete failure. 
but I had to capture the photo just to save and exemplify any semblance of like, at least we got something right. At least we got the photo right, but everything else was a train wreck. You should just know that now. Um, but I, ha- I had to get something out of it because it really was, it was, uh, it was eye-opening. It was eye-opening. And definitely got to shift some things around for the summer. But definitely, you know, letting myself learn as we go. And being not holding myself to such a high standard that I'm constantly failing until summer's over. You know? Like, we got to figure out what works here. And we don't figure out what works here when we're going, Oh, you're stupid. You're terrible. Let's wait till next week. Uh, you're stupid, you're terrible, let's wait until next week. And then all of a sudden it's September and we're going back to school. Okay, so that's my great thing. Go ahead and ground yourself in all of your amazing greatness. Amazing grace. Yeah, do it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so today, what are we talking about again today? Uh, let's see. Be the one who got up Anyways, wow. You know, there's this line in one of my NF songs, one of mine, because it certainly is just my record because it's on my phone. And yes, it's a record and it's on my phone and that makes no sense. But I said it anyways. Um, <laughs> but in, in one of the songs, he says in this lyric, always sticks with me like when I'm listening to it and running or whenever I'm listening to it. And he says like, how do I prove to you that you're worth saving? And I've been hearing that once in a while, because I think that's, that's like one of the harder things to overcome. Like, how do I get through mentally to this place where I believe in myself again, in my dreams again? How do I deem myself worthy of my dream life. I'm too old. I'm too lazy. I'm too tired. I'm too, right? Fill in the blank. You got them. I'm too all the things. And all of our excuses are different, but usually it it's some semblance of what I just said, right? And that's the hard part, right? Because when I started this movement, the death of a dream movement, where we come back and we start dreaming again and we start standing back up for our lives, I think I was in that same place where it was like, I'm too dumb to do anything like this. I'm too mostly dumb. I'm too (laughs) um, underprivileged, even though in a lot of instances I'm overprivileged. So not even sure that that's you know, I'm too disconnected or not connected and enough, uh, all these things. And to turn that around was probably the hardest thing because here's the deal. After you switch that narrative, after you can switch that thinking, everything else can start to open up and flow again. And I knew Having been started and stopped about a million adventures, ventures, attempts at things that I wanted to do because I could see this sort of thing happening in my life, me being an entrepreneur, me 
bringing things and ideas to life. I could just see that. I didn't know how I would get there, but every chance that I got to like start out on that path, I would take. And then I would always end up in the same place where it just didn't happen and nothing came to life. And it wasn't that I wasn't consistent enough, trust, like the same application that we try here, right? We applied there. Um, and it wasn't that I didn't know enough or that the market wasn't right or any of the things. It really came down to me not being able to match that energy. And now I have that language, but back then I didn't have it. But now I understand that that's what it was, right? Because I was constantly like, arrogantly walking out and claiming space and saying that I was going to do these things, but then behind the scenes, ripping myself apart, like down to my core every day. Like, Hannah, you're not good enough. Hannah, you didn't follow up here. Hannah, you didn't do this. Hannah, are you ever going to be able to do this? You can't run a company like this. Nobody even liked or shared it. Nobody even cares that you exist. There are all these things that are going to stop you. You can't do something like this. This isn't in your DNA. You don't have anyone who's ever done this before. How will you figure this out? The learning curve is huge. How are you going to do something like this? And all of my adventures <laughs> prior to this one and the ventures that we're on right now, um, all of those ventures really were very small compared to this. And that's why the mindset shift is the most important. And as I'm starting to build out these things, right, you have to start to think about how you inspire people to think and do bigger. Because if you want big, you're not going to be able to do that by yourself, period. And so now I know as I bring more people into my stratosphere, as we expand on our business adventures, like now I know why it's super important to flip those things and start to figure out how to flip them in other people because bringing on someone who dreams small isn't going to help you go anywhere. And being the biggest dreamer in the room is going to hold you back as well. And so, like, how do we keep pushing? Why? And how do you find it? in yourself. Because the truth of the matter is, this mindset, this limited mindset, you telling yourself that you're too much of one thing, you're not enough of the other, that mindset is the thing holding you back from opportunities. And yeah, sometimes opportunities are risk. No question. No question. But like, Things don't come into your life for no reason. So a lot of times it's like it's being presented to you, but we're oftentimes so busy, right? Holding ourselves back, holding our hand back. Like, no, 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 we can't do that. We're dumb. You forgot, you forgot, you forgot, you forgot. You didn't go to the right college. You don't have the right degree. You're too dumb. Don't you remember? Right? But you can start letting your mind speak, right? And this is, this is what's been hard for me is like continuing to show up to places and just speak my truth and what I know and being okay with people not seeing my true intention, 
right? Because their interpretation of who you are a lot of times, more times than not, is just them reflecting, I don't know, like if you could guess a meeting with me as a business partner, as anything could probably get a little bit um, intense and not intentionally, but like, guys, I got big ideas. They're scary to a lot of people. And your big ideas and your big dreams are probably scary to a lot of people as well. But I want us to get to the place where they're not scary for you anymore, where they start to become the reality and you can start to get to this place where it's like, whoa, I was the one holding myself back, right? Because when we're in this headspace where there are limits, where there are things, that's where we go because it's easier. It's easier than (laughs) doing those things that open our heart and open our minds and open our bodies. Like there's a little piece of us that doesn't want to know that. Why? Because what if it goes away? What if it doesn't last? What if we get it wrong? Or what if we get a taste of it and then we never get a taste again? Then what? Guys, if you get a taste of it and it felt amazing and you loved it, you're going to fight like hell to get back. I promise. I actually like it. I think um, I like to term it just immersion therapy, which is certainly what it is not. And we should not use that term, but we're going to. But putting yourself in that place before you're there, letting yourself experience it. So then you get that taste. Right. And I know that seems scary because it's like, no, if I tasted that much freedom, if I allowed myself to run like that, I'd want it all the time. Yeah. And then guess what you'd do? You'd probably come home at night and work on it. You'd probably go ahead and fill your nights and days with things because it's only going to suck for a little bit of time, period. And so if you can just bank on yourself. Start to shift what you think about yourself. Really, and really pay attention to what it is you're saying behind the scenes. Because I get it. I know the outward person looks big and bold and bright and shiny and beautiful. And yeah, cool. But the behind the scenes person, right? Or the person in smaller rooms is the thing that's holding us back. I promise you. And today I just want you to realize that like no matter where you're at in life, you are worth showing back up. You are worth saving yourself. No matter what you've done, no matter who you've been, no matter if you've never stood up and said that you wanted anything in this life, you could start standing up right now and you absolutely should. Today is the day. You should do big things. And not even big things, but things that feel good, that you love to do, that inspire you, that push you, that move your heart and soul. What are those things? What would you do if you could do anything in this world? What would it be? What would it be?
Okay, cool, cool. Now, whatever you just said to yourself after you said that, those are some of the things that are holding you back. And I promise once you key into what those things are, you're going to hear them come up in everything. You're going to hear them come up in gossip sessions. You're going to hear them come up over the water cooler. You're going to hear them come up and they sound different. So it's a little bit tricky, but it sounds something like this. Oh yeah. That's so cool that your niece got a college scholarship. Wow. Gosh, I really hope that she doesn't, you know, get hurt or something that would suck. Oh my gosh. How amazing. Your kid is really good at sports and they have scouts looking at them. Wow. Mm, I hope they don't get burned out. They're kind of young, aren't they? Mm, yeah, that's amazing. But like they should chase their dreams. But like sports are just really hard to chase, especially in this area. You know, you got to have connections, right? And that would have been, <laughs> that would have been me. Because <laughs> it's like, here's the dream that I didn't reach. And now I want to speak impossibility into anyone thinking about that one, because in some instances, I don't want to set those people up, right, to fail like I did. I want to save them. Um, but in other instances, just pure jealousy and hate for anyone that got to do that. Uh, and then usually after the after conversation, after talking to that person's face, then the after conversation sounds like, oh, yeah, did did you hear what they said that their kid, they think their kid's going to go do one. There's not a chance. They're not even good. And there's just really not a chance and no one really goes D one. So I don't even know why they would dream like that. That seems like a waste of time. Oh my gosh, there's no way. And these are the things, right? It's not even the things that you're saying. It's the frequency that you take when you put those words into this world. And when you put that energy out, right? And you think that that sounds like such a crazy, hippie, dippy thing. But think about it. Think about the shift. You know, when I experience low days, it's always because of a shift in my mindset. It's because I start to hammer, pile on, hate, you know, like lack of control. And then I start to spiral with like, how are you ever going to do this? You can't even get in control of your schedule. And then it's just like, I pile on. And then probably about two to three hours later, if not sooner, I just feel completely drained and wasted and terrible. I had this feeling last night and it started with me wanting to spiral out and just be like, oh my gosh, I can't even get control. I don't know how I'm going to manage this summer. I don't even know if I should keep kids home this summer. Oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? How am I going to manage this? And it was like, girl, don't run the train off the racks here. The train off the track tracks. <laughs> Like, it's one day. You didn't get the schedule right one day. It's all right. You got the entire summer to learn and figure this out. Stop it. 
right? And when I still couldn't escape myself from where my mind had spiraled to, I went up, took a shower, right? Tried to wash it all away and reset and refocus instead of let myself spiral even deeper. Now, parts of it was just the fact that I was hangry. And I want you to really pay attention to where your mindset goes when it is not fed because it does not go to good places ever. Okay. You need to be well fed always minimum in order for your mind to work well. It needs food. It needs food. I won't even say the specific kinds of foods that it needs. You need to eat. Hanger is real. I am the hangriest of people that exists in this world. And when you start to spiral, sometimes that's all it is. Girl, get a granola bar. Get a granola bar. Okay. And like hanger shouldn't be the reason that we don't go chase our dreams, that we lower our energy frequency. And then we let that continue on for days and days on end, because we're in control of that. No matter how much we want to think that we aren't, we absolutely are. And you can create even just the illusion of goodness, greatness, even. So why wouldn't you? right? Why wouldn't you start creating your own reality? How couldn't you? Literally, like you can speak anything to ex- into existence. And so what are we doing? Why are you not begging on yourself? Because I guarantee you're missing out on opportunities Because of this mindset, because of the back work that you're doing, because of the frequency lowering opportunities that you're taking, you know, and that, that I find to be the number one energy drainer for me is like when my mind goes to those bad places and not like the toxic positivity, like you're only happy all the time. No, because we still deal with our feelings. I'm talking about the negative self-talk spirals that we go on. Those are the things that are lowering our frequency, therefore creating instances where our dreams couldn't come true no matter how hard we work. You know? Like, if you're not going to believe it, and I posted this yesterday, if you're not going to believe it, then don't even put in the work. Or put in the work to get yourself to believing it. Because I didn't believe it when I started this podcast. And so it was like, why are we even doing this podcast? This is never going to go anywhere. What is the point? And now I'm at a place where it's like, no, this goes somewhere. It's just a matter of time. There's no question that it goes somewhere. But we had to start with that work first. And like build myself to believing it. That was a lot of work that we brought right here on this show. I hope that you can hear the difference in mindset as we transition, as we go through the years and years of this show, right? We're approaching year three of this show, bananas and pajamas. And so bottom line, yes, you're worth saving. And yes, you can start chasing your dreams. That's it. 
those two things. And think about how often you're applying the brakes while pushing the gas. And the brakes are negative self-talk. And I am telling you, it is going to just drain every ounce of energy that you have. Every ounce. It'll just drain your battery on down. That negative self-talk, even if it's not about yourself. Right? Because even when we're not talking about ourselves, we're still projecting our own insecurities on other people. So that negativity is going to impact us, is going to lower our energetic field of perception. You have to get out of there. You got to get out of there. It's not going to happen all at once, but man, really start to listen to what you're saying behind the scenes to impossibilities that you're speaking into yourself and into other people because it is wearing you out. Are you tired? It's probably because your mind is restlessly wandering impossible paths. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Dang it. (laughs) Hey, you've made it all the way here. And I do want to tell you that this is like where the real listeners go to get the inside track. Because we have started to work with Brain.fm, which is an incredible meditation, creative focus app, which actually helps with all of those things. Focus, relaxation, creativity. Like I utilize it in so many different ways. And I didn't realize that it was sort of the music app that I was lacking. And I was excited when they reached out to become an affiliate of this show um, and help my listeners utilize this platform for all the things that we talk about on this show. Because music is one of those things that allows you to tap in and go to a higher level quicker than you could if you were just doing it on your own. So this helped so much in my meditative practice. It helped me from the mind wander that was constantly kind of coming up. It helped when I was in workflow for my mind to not wander into the lyrics of songs. It helped sort of just create this white noise in the background. And then this was the most unexpected help that happened. (laughs) It also helped with like getting my kids to bed and waking them up in the morning, I noticed that the general frequency of what usually would have been an up and down experience sort of leveled. And we all just experience this common calmness in all those instances where in a lot of nights and mornings, we'd have so many ups and downs. It leveled all of that out. So I'm excited. If you use the code, the death of a dream, you get 10% off of your subscription to that. Now, what I do love about it is that if it's not helping you, you can just end that subscription. So to try it for a month, it might cost you about three bucks. Okay. See if you like it. See if it works for you. And if it doesn't, you can always stop. Um, (laughs) But if it does, I think it's a really great way to tap into this self-meditation, focus, presence work that we're always staying conscious of. I will have the link in the show notes 
every day for you to go ahead and check that on out. Hey, thanks for listening. As always, you can find me on all socials at the death of a dream. That's on Instagram. We do have a Facebook page that you can follow there. And then Hannah Ness on LinkedIn, go ahead and check out the website. If you feel like it, there are additional pieces that are not included in the podcast. um, And you can reach out and contact me anywhere. If you have any questions, message me. Let's connect. I'd love to talk through your story because everyone's story is worth being told and has worth in it.